This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Um... I don't think we've probably received as much messages as we uh, we have done today to make sure that we're doing a show um, than what we've had on any previous show. Um, I am joined by my live uh, partner in crime, which is the one and only Stephen. How you doing, fella? Great. Today's been great. It's been it's been great. <laughs> been absolutely um fantastic and um i think that listen if you've got something to say i would um i am preempting that we are going to get a lot of people calling in tonight um and again you just press the bottom left hand corner press the mic button and uh and we will go forward um and see where we go. We did try to get last week's show out as a pod, but for some reason, it was only allowing us to download about an hour and 20 minutes, not the full two hours. So, um, yeah, we're, we'll see where we go with this one tonight, whether or not it goes out. Um, as a pod tomorrow, if not, it'll be on, uh, on Twitter to listen back. Um, right, where do, we, uh, where do we start, Stephen? Uh, we had a trip to Norwich today. Um, and unfortunately, uh, it doesn't look as if we really turn up. Um, and I want to touch on that. I also want to touch on um, some of the comments and obviously some of the stuff what we posted earlier about um, from the from the Stoke fan. Uh, and he's even he sent me some other bits where I haven't posted up yet. What um, again? He done. I posted it on the group, but again, he he had a. He got the ump with um, some of the fan chants towards the end over there as well. Um, and it's sort of, I just wonder whether or not he's trying to mark himself out um, or trying to give himself an exit plan, possibly. I don't know. Is there any other decent championship side jobs available at a minute? Um, I mean, the thing what I would say is that the, the piece where I saw of BBC London where he was like, you know, um, I'm getting fed up with justifying myself. Um, you know, we played a back four today and we got battered. I'm not being funny, but as most people will, will suggest, I know fuck all about football. I wouldn't have played a back four at fucking Norwich because they would have eaten you alive. 
and the fact that you played a back five at Middlesbrough when I would have said Middlesbrough were well under um, well under firepower, well under their team with injuries and people gone, that realistically we should have won that game anyway, really, uh, which we did. But it's the game since then where, you know, we, we didn't really do that fucking that great um, against Reading, against Bristol City, or against Bristol City, and obviously today against Norwich. And that's only four games in. But maybe I'm speaking on a personal on a personal um, point, but I really don't know if I can deal with another season listening to his bollocks for the majority of it. What do you think? I, I think I think there's big problems. In there's big problems. I think there's. Personally, and I've never wanted to get too caught up in what happened last year. You know, it's a new season. We we go again type thing and and what happened, happened. 100%. However, when you take into account the form at the back end of last year, you take into account that that game against Blackburn, I think, has had more of an impact on Gary Rower, the players and the club than what we'll ever know. And... And and finally, I think for for Rowett to to publicly come out and say that we need strengthening in 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 a press conference after he'd been relatively happy with the squad so far, he was happy to come out and say at the fans forum we didn't need another uh, another defender. You know, we had George Evans that could yeah. play there. He was happy to come out and say that we were perhaps looking for an attacker. Which I don't think I don't think that's the problem, and I'll come on to that. I know we're not creating chances, but I don't think it's the personnel. It's 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 clearly more than that. And yeah. you know, there, there's I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of people that's going to call tonight. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going, to want to, are going to want to have a conversation about this. And and every opinion, you know, please join us. Uh, you know, we're happy to to, to listen to all opinions and, and have a conversation about it. But it is never personal with Gary Rowett. I am not. I am not unhappy with Gary Rowett as a human being, as a man. He wants no, to come out. And I think that's why we've got to, you know, what I want to do is I don't, I don't want this to be a personal attack. I want this to be, you know, we're all grown-ups and this should be a debate of having, having that debate. You know, anyone can come on here and go, Gary Rowett's a cunt. That's easy. But if you're going to come on here and slate him, then at least have some... A status behind it, do you know what I mean? Is in what 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 is you know what's what's your reason behind it? Do you know what I mean? And obviously, same rules again. You know, you can pretty much get away with whatever you want, but obviously, just just make sure you don't libel anyone. Um, line uh, line in waiting and met, bear with us, and we will get you on within the next couple of minutes. So don't the think. The, the the thing is the thing is. Um, Today was completely and utterly unacceptable from start to finish. And it's unacceptable because it doesn't matter. I, I quite agree. It doesn't matter if you've got four defenders at the back or five <clears> defenders <throat> at the back. Whatever the mindset is of these players when they are walking out onto the pitch is unacceptable because they cannot string three passes together. They cannot. There's no, there's no direction in the way that we play. There's no direction in what 
anyone is supposed to be doing. Zian Fleming is absolutely wasted in this team. Romain Essay is wasted in this team. Kevin Nisbet is wasted in this team because all we do is we roll the ball between two centre-halves that don't really know what they're doing. Let's be honest, they don't because yeah. Jake Cooper and Sean Hutchinson are, are players that try to lock it, uh, knock it long. And when they do, Kevin Nisbet is not the sort that's going to be, be able to win headers and, and, and do the, and, and he's not a target man. For the, the the wing backs today, or the the full backs, Danny McNamara. We've all said that Danny McNamara is a better defender than he is a a, a, a wing back, and I accept that. But today, Danny McNamara was absolutely awful. He was awful on that right hand side. There was three or four occasions it was it was beyond a joke. Murray Wallace again. It's it it. There is nothing good apart from a Maku scoring his his first goal. In, in English football, there is nothing that we can come out of this performance. Billy Mitchell, another one, has been fantastic since he's come into the team. I, I, couldn't, I, I cannot tell you anything that Billy did today. And I know he clapped the fans when he went off and I know he came over and yeah. sort of the apologetic, but it's just not good enough. And to me, it doesn't matter at the moment. <clears throat> we could have three at the back, five at the back, seven at the back, nine at the back. The mindset of the players is unacceptable. And that is coming from Gary Rowett because he is so Hold. cautious. Yeah. He's, so, he's just so cautious. And we can't play like that. That's not the Millwall no, way. Hold hold that fault. We're going to get... We're going to go in. Met and um, Paul, bear with me. I will. We will come to you. You have been on before. We're going to get a couple of new ones on and then we'll come to you. So we're going to go with Sammy, then Mark. And then I'll go with you, Met. And then, um, and then Paul. So we'll start with... Um, you, Sammy, you just take yourself off mute and uh, and off you uh, and off you go. Take yourself off mute. There you go, fella. Welcome. Is, to the is show, it's mate. me. Sorry, I thought you said Paul, but I'm Sam. <laughs> no, um, no yeah, on yours, I've got Samuel, so yeah, go on, fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spot on. I mean, there's no reason to slate, Rowett. The reason that we're thinking we're a club that can challenge for the playoffs is just what he's done over the last few years. But it, he looks tired. He's running out of ideas. And there's just a disconnect in the entire squad. No one knows what anyone's doing. It's confusing. And going back to what your man was saying a little while ago, seeing Muzza look bad hurts me because I love that man. You know, he's been such a great servant for the club and Zia needs to stop fucking, I don't know, sulking over not going to Burnley and playing in the Premier League because he's not turning up, mate. It might. Yeah, but he's not being played in the right position though, is he? And I just wonder no one how is. many of the other players are not being played because Danny's not being played in the right position. Fleming's not being right played in the right position. Casper no. is the only player was probably being played in the right position. Is um is Long who's sitting on the bench at Norwich now? Yeah, no. do you know what I mean? That's do you know what I mean? That's that's. I mean, that's I mean, a ten, but he's not but he's physically playing. enough capable just yet, is he? So, but then Idemo no, has no. been fucking spectacular. Bradshaw, that was our. Fucking diamond last season isn't even getting a look in. How's that work? 
Sam, can I just say what you've just said there about Romain Essay is bang on. He's not he's possibly not physically ready, but what makes it worse is that he's put out wide where he has to be more physical and track back. Yeah. It makes zero sense. He's he's he was made a bit of a scapegoat today, but by I've seen a couple of comments. He's he's not ready to be be tracking back and knocking people off the ball. He needs to be playing in his proper position. Absolutely. And why people are slating him, I don't know. Some of the best balls into the box came from his foot, you know? It's like... Whose who's foot? Essays. Oh, right. No, no, no. I don't, think, I, don't think people are, I don't think people are slating him. I think they're just saying, you know, it's realistically, he should be starting every game. He shouldn't be coming on and making an impact. He should be starting because with him starting, I think you're... you're You've got a better chance, but I don't know. Let's yeah. see what Mark's got to say. Thanks. Anyway, just, thanks for letting me talk, lad. Line, we no go worries, again. Mate. Just mute. You can come in at any point. Yeah, no worries. Got it, Mark. Unmute yourself, fella, and off you go. Mark. Mark R. Randall. Unmute yourself, fella. There we go. Off you go. Yeah. I think... One sec. Everyone's quick to slag... Everyone off so quickly, but Rowett has got us where he is, and we're, everyone's slagging him off straight away. There's no commitment in any of the team. I don't think there's. I, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying there. What you've got to ask yourself is: Yes, Rowett is a established championship team manager, but is he? a great, which we know possibly isn't the best, is he a great people person or is he being able to motivate the team or has the team just lost faith with this constant um, this position in what he wants to play and most of the players are playing out of form? Because realistically, if I was to sit there now and say, right, every person who's sitting there listening on this and there is bundled, bundles and bundles of you, if I turned you all and said, right, pick a team, don't matter who, you know, don't Rowett ain't the manager as such. Just pick a team who you would play in a game against whoever tomorrow. I guarantee that most of you would have Fleming as a number 10 and would have two up front. The problem is at the moment is that we've got no one in in a centre-back position who can take the ball up to the midfield and then the midfield be able to take it forward. And that's the problem we've got. But, we've got, we've got yeah. strikers who are playing. Nesbitt's playing on his own and no one to sit there and give him the ball. That's but, where it's all coming totally from. Cool. But when everyone looked at that starting eleven today, how happier were they than we did? I Mark, can I? I was just going to jump in there, and Mickey will vouch for this. I text in our pod group WhatsApp group about twenty minutes into the game and said that we've somehow managed to make the four at the back with more attacking players on the pitch more boring than what we had with five defenders at the back at home last week. And, and, and I agree with you before the game, and it might have been enforced because of you know injuries. But we we had we had we had Sa Watmore Fleming and Nisbet on the pitch, and again, I can't th- remember a shot on target in the first half. Yeah. So I, I, to be fair, with what I said after the game, so we had last week where everyone was absolutely buzzing for it. This week we've taken nineteen hundred fans. How flat has both games been after 10 minutes? 
I agree. We need to. I, I completely agree. Uh, for Millwall sides to be successful, and over the years, you know, long before I've been going, I'm sure there's older um, fans in the in, that's been and the same, that's yeah. been well, that's been going a lot. We've got lining weight waiting to come in, and he's been going for a while. So that's you know, what I mean. You, you good got point to bring him in in a sec. From get on the front yeah. foot. I mean, think about. I know it was only one game, but think about that Watford game last year. For the first half hour, Watford at home, we mm-hmm. come out and absolutely battered them and got 3-0 up. Now, you're not going to go 3-0 up every time. I understand that. But you can come out yeah. with attacking intent. But that's where, that is where Gary Rowett lets himself down because he is so cautious and it's so, let's not concede, let's not lose the game. And you start defensively. But as soon as you concede, your entire game plan is out the window. Because you're behind, exactly. and the players are the players are drilled and drilled and drilled to 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 stay in the game and be compact. But how when you go one nil down, you have to have a way of being able to come out of that and and go forward. But they don't. They just play the same way. No, that's it. Mm-hmm. Way. There's no plan B. No. But I'll I'll let the rest just stay go on, on from you what I want. Come back in at any point, mate. But we're just trying to get as many yeah. people in. So yeah, just mute yourself and then come back in at any point, mate. Because as soon as you take Absolutely. as soon as you take yourself off mute, we can see that, and then we're trying to bring you back in. So line and speak, off you go, fella. Absolutely, Yeah, hello, guys. Um, I've got to be honest with you. I'm at a stage now where I just want to enjoy my football again. And I know when you change manager, there's a degree of jeopardy about it because. There's no guarantee we're going to get a manager in who's going to improve us results-wise, but we almost certainly can get a manager in who's going to make it more enjoyable to go down there and watch. Um, yeah. My my feeling was after the Reading Cup tie, I walked out with 15 minutes left, was that Rowett had lost the players. Because yeah. to lose the way we did to an under-21 side with our virtually our full-strength team, I, I don't think they looked to me as if they were trying. I've got to be quite honest with you. They got outworked, outmaneuvered and outplayed by a bunch of kids. And the two results, admittedly, Norwich are a quality outfit. The two results since have sort of proved that. The problem we've got at the moment is because we're two weeks away from the end of the window, there's no point in changing the manager now unless you can get a coach. And I'm thinking the Graham Potters of this world who are head and shoulders above Rowett to come in and who will make a substantive difference to the squad we've got. There's no point in changing now. So That's he's almost days, certainly going to get the support. He's going to get the support of two or three loans between now and the end of the window. I've yeah. little doubt about that. Yeah. Because if we don't take advantage of that facility yeah. of seven loans, then really we're negligent as a club. And then if he gets that, he's got to be given two months to turn it around. If by the end of October, it's no better and we're not mid-table looking up, then I'm afraid at that point he has to go. But I don't see any point in changing it now. I don't think personally unless, you'll get And he changed. has lost the players. Yeah, I, yeah. unless he's lost the dressing room, I don't think the board will get rid of him um, because I think the board will want someone who can keep us in the championship and, he's, you know, and that's definitely something we'll we will, do. I've little doubt he will keep us up. Hmm. It's going to be horrible to watch. We, but we will shit house enough one nils under him to stay up with little doubt about it. But I've got to be honest with you guys, after three or four years of this dross, I just want to go down there and enjoy going again. 100%. And to me, the biggest the biggest example is how we do in the FA Cup ties now. Under Neil Harris, and I'm not saying Neil needs to come back for a minute, under Neil Harris, in those games, we went for it and we, we got results. Under 100%. Rowett, we just set up 
to sustain the game and keep them at bay, and we end up getting beaten easily. Yeah, no. We need to be more on the front. He can do what he likes 200 miles up north. I don't care. But at home, yeah. we have to be on the front foot and we have to try and win the game. 100%. 100%. Tony G, go on, fella. Welcome to the show, mate. New time, new caller. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes, mate. Go Hello. Yeah, I'm just sort of sitting here just uh, taking it all in and trying to um, come up with something original, you know, as to what perhaps uh, no one has said as yet. But... I think we look back to about March when we'd be looking left and right to our friends and saying, oh, we can make these playoffs. Cool, weren't we doing well? And, you know, the wheels fell off. We accepted, oh, well done. You know, we got as far as we did. Um, the latter stages of last season, I blame, you know, the setup of the players, the whole you know, the technical side of it, you know, the tactics. So we had a wonderful summer. I was buzzing. We fought a few players, you know, well, lovely. Yeah, yeah, we can add to this. Uh, went to work on the Monday after the Middlesbrough away win. Santa people, fantastic. Not many go up there and win. That's a great start. Didn't see the game, I will admit. But it does seem to me like we've gone back into last March and, you know, long before that at times. And, yeah, we haven't got a, a definitive style of play for me. If we was a counter-puncher, I'd totally accept that, that that's what we do. We soak it up and we hit you hard. We, you know, we've got pace, we've got this, we've got direction. That's what we do. But we haven't got that. And I'm at a loss, really, as to as to why and what we can do about it. <laughs> if that makes sense. I, I'm... <laughs> oh, no, no, it makes it, it makes perfect sense, and we'll come back to your point in a sec. Matt, do you want to come on and have your point, and then Stephen, me, and you will just come back and and get a few callers on, and then we will come back and address their points, um, where we stand with it. So go on, in, Matt, mm-hmm. and then I'll come to Hello, you. Hello, mate, you're right. Yeah, no worries. I'll come to you next, Paul. Hello, mate, you're right. Yes, mate, all good. Go on, fella. Um, I just wanted to ask you, you guys a question, because um, today. Well, I think one of you did say, was it in false changes? Because when the lineup come out, first thing I looked for was Hutchinson, Cooper, Wallace. And I was thinking, oh, we've got the back five, which I expected today. Mm-hmm. But then obviously you go through the rest of the team, no Brian. So he's put Wallace left back, who someone said earlier, it's such a shame to see him now struggling. Um, <clears throat> is he now... Uh, too old or not good enough for this this level, but you've got that you've got a youngster on the bench, Malachi, who played a couple of games of pre season, looked really good. Does he not trust him? Um, if, and if he doesn't, why is he on the bench? You've got Harding on the bench, who apparently can play across the whole back line. Again, why did why didn't he play? And so for me, it, it was it. It was circumstances why we went to a back four. And I hope a lot of people don't think, oh, Rowick went to a back four because that's what the fans wanted or that's, you know, the formation we played better. But I think you've made, made it worse. I think you made clear in, in the BBC interview he did with Aaron Paul that base, and a few other ones that it was his choice to go back four. And he had to sort of go about four because of Brian a bit, but I think it was, you know, he he sat there and said, um, you know, that I I don't want to, you know, I, I will pick whoever I want to pick, um, 
and that's pretty much my choice. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of, I don't think he was forced into it in any shape or form. I think he was just, um, he, he will do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, but if, you know, if, if Brian was fit, we would have had a back five today or a back three, however you yeah, want to Yeah, I agree. If Brian, if Brian was fit, there's no way we would have gone to Norwich and not played three centre-backs and two wing-backs. No way we wouldn't have. And so, you know, why have we got the likes of Harding, Malachi on the bench if we don't trust them when, if a player gets injured, they need to step in? Mm. And then the other thing, why have we got two goalkeepers on the bench? Why not put another youngster on, on the bench? Let that youngster get the feel of first-team football. Be in and around the first team. See what it's like. You know, it... It happened to Tyler Bury. All right, he, he's not with us now, but he 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 came on and you know was fortunate to get in the squad because of injuries, whatever. So, for example, you know you had Abdul Malik on the bench, and you need three 0 down. Oh, chuck him on for fifteen minutes, see what he can do. He might have come on and done so, and you're like, oh, hold on a minute, we've got another young another young star here. You know, mm. it's. I don't understand why you're two goalkeepers as well. No, no. Just one thing before we go on, to any, before we move forward a set. Um, Keith or Kef, K K W Kef Moon or something. Um, request to speak again, fella, because for some unknown reason, I've been trying to add you to come on and it won't let me. But we've got loads and loads of people, so I don't know. But if you try again, I'll get you on. Um, I'll get you on to speak. So yeah. Um, and then we'll see where we go from there. So, yeah. Um, Paul, do you want to come in, fella? Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Go on, fella. Yeah. Today, oh, mate. I don't know what to say about it today. It's just, it's so depressing lately to watch it. It's, it's the repeat of last season. And we could have gone back five today if we brought put hard in the band. He played Murray Wallace left wing fiesta if he wanted to. But I think that back four was a big fuck you to us. Saying you want back four, this is I'm giving you back four. And you if you watched the front three today, I didn't know whether Nisbet was right wing, striker, left wing. I didn't know where he was. I didn't know what was going on with that team. If you anybody tell me what the what the front three were doing, I don't know what was going on. We've conceded four against Reading one against Bristol, three against Pingy, uh, three against today. And it could have been six or seven. Let's be honest, mate. It could have been six or seven today. Do you know what? It's... Do you know what's getting mad is that we've got we've got two whole fans. Oh, one of them's just gone black and the, the other whole fan he requested. If you come back in, fella, I'll get you on. Um so yeah. Um Omar is in, in the group as well. I think he's got something to say, but yeah, gone. I, yeah, I totally I don't... agree with you, Stephen. I, I, I listen. I, 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 it's getting boring, and it's the same shit every press conference. Um, but I mean, Omar went up today, mate, and um, back oh yeah, so I left. I left. On, I left on eighty minutes today. Yeah. I've never left. I've never left the game early. I left Reading early, and I've left a day early to get out of the car park because the last time I waited an hour to get out of the car park. It's it. What when you're leaving games, you just spend good money to go to. And you're leaving them early, just so you don't have to wait. You'll wait two, three hours in the car park if they've done a good performance and they put an effort in. Yeah, Paul. No, totally they, they are not fucking playing for him, mate. Sorry, sorry for swearing. I'm <laughs> the first one. They're not playing for him, mate. 
they they look like like I said on my tweet, they look like hellish chickens. They didn't know who was playing with who or what was going on. And I'm not being funny. George Evans looked one of the best players when he came on. Yeah, at least he can string a pass together. Oh, can I just say? I just say something I would just to agree with in this. No, 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 it's fine. I just agree with you. On the second half, there was a there was a moment where Bradshaw, had, I think, no, it was before Bradshaw had come on, and Kevin Nisbet was there was a sub that was made, and Kevin Nisbet was shoved wide right, and if that if that doesn't show <coughs> that we've got massive problems, we've brought in a centre forward that looks like a proper centre forward, someone that knows David. where the back of the net is, and he was shoved out wide, yeah. and I agree a hundred percent. I don't know. What he was doing with the front three. I'll say, I'll say one thing about the first half. I'm there, you're there watching the game. I didn't know who was playing wild front. One minute, Nisbet was on the right, then he was in the middle, what more was in the middle, what more was striker, Nisbet was on the right, then what more was striker, Fleming was holding back. It was like one was the one, then it was a two, and then it was a three. I didn't know what was going on. And SA, SA was, you know what, he's a bright spark. It go forward, try something, it pass it back, make the run. And all we did was go back. This is a repeat of last season. But I'm telling you something, is we've got a better team now than we ever had with Harris. Our team now is technically and technically better than Harris ever had. No, I totally and agree. And we should be doing a lot more with them. I totally Sorry, I'll let you go. No, 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 I totally agree. Um, Omar, do you want to come in briefly, then I'll come to you, Stephen. My, not my Stephen, the other Stephen. So, yeah, go on, Omar. Go on, fella. Omar? Just, no, you're go asleep. On. Go on, Stephen. You come in first and we'll come back to Omar. Go on, Stephen. Uh, me, Stephen, yeah? Yes, yes, you, Stephen. Um, yeah, really um, upset and angry. Um, just a few things I like the way. We've had two shots in two games from what I can remember. Um, SA had won the 90th, 90th minute against Bristol City last week and um, Adomo had won today where he, where he scored a goal. Um, that says something. I also said last week that in pre-season those two were our two best players. SA and Adomo were definitely, in my opinion, we possibly Nesbitt were our two best players. I think he was playing Adomo um, on the wing and he was playing SA as kind of a number 10 and he was kind of running the game. He was involved. He was busy and they looked great. Why he's not playing them in the same position today, I do not know. 100%. 100%, Stephen, I, I agree. I, I, I don't get it. Now, Evans, I'm not chucking anyone under the bus, although I do feel like I want to... I've always been a fan of Rower. I wanted to stay in his corner. Evans wasn't good enough last year. If I remember correctly, he spent most of the season on the bench and came on in anything between the 85th and 90th minute when he got on. Now, I know he had a couple of good touches today, but all of a sudden, this guy has become our defensive saviour. I'm going to move on a bit. What I don't understand, and this is a bit, you know, I'm having a go at the manager here because I don't understand it. I wish he could explain to me. He brought Volkshammer on instead of our top goal scorer of last year. Now, I'm thinking to myself, is he an idiot? Is Bradshaw injured? But if he's injured, he shouldn't be on the bench. What is he doing? And I think as well, if I look at it, he's um, 
the result against Middlesbrough is a bit deflated because they haven't won yet, Middlesbrough. They drew at home with Huddersfield, and I think they were 1-0 down. And Bristol City got beat at home yesterday by, I think it was Birmingham, 2-0. Um, I'm just looking out to see what other, what other teams are, do, are doing. I do agree with an earlier call-out that, I, that for some reason the body language, no one had a good game. I don't know where Fleming is and what he's doing. And I know he was good for us last year. Maybe we should have taken, maybe his head has been turned. Maybe we should take that 12 million or 15 million and whatever it is. But where is Fleming playing? I've been watching Millwall, as you know, guys, for over 60 years. I don't know where the fella's playing. If someone could tell me where Zian Fleming's actually playing, I'd be interested to know. And we can tell you that he's on the pitch. That's about it. Yeah, I'm chucking all the players under the bus a bit. No, no, the no. Goalkeeper, the, the, the goalkeeper, what was he doing coming out and flapping for the second goal? I mean, what was yeah. that all about? I, I, you know, I want to put it down to a bad day, but they've had three bad days. If it hadn't been bad, they're actually getting worse. Each day they're getting worse. It, the, the body language of the players, to me, doesn't look right. The only one I think that played with his heart on his sleeve, in my opinion... And we've agreed it's all about opinions. Was George Savile? I think he was in a mess. And I agree with another previous caller. Nesbitt didn't know where he was. And if you look at him a couple of times, he was like saying to himself, "What the fuck am I doing here?" I don't, no, and I don't get it. I, no, there's totally so get many it. things. Anyway, I've had my little round, and you know no, I no, want you right. to get on. And, no, no, stay I, there, I had Matt. to get all that off my chest. I don't understand it. Um, I don't understand any of it. I, I really don't. And unfortunately, the deterioration, the guy who loves Murray Wallace. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Murray Wallace. He's getting worse every Saturday, every, yeah, every no, Sunday, every weekend. He's no, getting worse. It, and it. Danny Mack, what does he think? No one's going to challenge him for that place? Mm. I mean, play the guy Harding or wherever he's at. Why is Ryan Leonard not playing? I think Ryan Leonard's still our record signing, I think, at one and a half million or 1.6 million. Why isn't he playing? I, I, I don't, I honestly, I honestly, honestly don't, don't get it. I don't no, get I, I, I just don't. So let's, I'm giving you, I've had my No, you're giving loads, mate. Same, same rules, mate. Just, you know, mute yourself, stay on, come back at any point you want. Matt, um, I think you're, um, you're over the pond. So we've got another... Um, Americanized uh, Millwall fan, come on, fella. We, we seem to get him more and more each week, and then I'll come to you, Lou. Go on, Matt. Can you hear me? Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I'm actually from Norfolk, so Norwich is actually like my closest game. No, oh, dear. So that's more of a home game for me. And being from Norfolk, you get all the Norwich fans give you shit and all that. <laughs> I'd said to friends in the week, like friends and people I know, I said. I wouldn't be surprised if today wasn't a cricket score based off Bristol last week. But I watched the highlights because I've been working. And that today was the first game that I've been to, Millwall game, since last September because I've been away travelling for eight months. I've come back. I said I was looking forward to today. And the performance, yeah, it it wasn't there. Um, one thing I noticed, and I know it's been mentioned quite a few times, yeah, like Fleming, Nisbet, what more? They just came, kept seemed to not know what fix, like fixed position. They kept on chopping and changing every two, three minutes. One minute Fleming's playing in the number nine, and then he's playing out on the wing. Like I said earlier in the week, Rowett is 
starting to get on my nerves. And because he doesn't seem to know what his best formation is. I know we've had players out like Denor, Brian, but as people have been saying, you've got the youngsters on the bench like Adam Malaki. You've also got Wes Harden he's brought in. But he doesn't feel like he wants to use them. That's why he changed the formation. And my granddad, he's a season ticket holder. He's been going down God knows how long. And he's been saying to me week in, week out, Murray Wallace, yeah, he's done his good time. He had a brilliant couple of seasons. But he's not a natural left-back. And again, I'll be honest, I think that showed again today, he's not fit for that position because he was getting caught out, especially I think it was for the third goal. He just got caught out. Ball was played in, bish bash bosh, Ashley Barnes 3 0. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it just, I can, I, I will admit, I listened to, was it the, the Pinkin, the Norwich uh, interview after uh, that they had with Rowett? It doesn't sound like he's going anywhere anytime soon. And he said, I'd rather get the criticism than the team. But I saw fans after the game, I see Imaku coming in. Uh, apologising, Hutch came over and apologised, like holding their hands up and I see a few fans like questioning them, Hutch has given them honest opinions and they're just turning their backs on Hutch, I was just like well if you're going to ask him something listen to him, like it's a bad day at the office, yes I mean, I think the funniest thing for me today and I'm, I don't know if it's brought, brought, been brought up yet, was uh, the Norwich fans joining in with the Rowett chants because yeah. I said we're entire we we as fans we pay week in week out to go watch that team all across the country whether that be in person or we pay on Millwall TV or whatever we pay week in week out to go watch that team play and I know everyone oh well I know well, I mean everyone but there's been fans. hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And saying, we're only three games into the season. Yeah, you might be three games into this season, but we haven't looked good since, I've said, Stoke Luton time in February. Like we, I think we were lucky to get that win at Stoke. We were lucky to get the draw at Luton. And since then, I looked earlier, I think we've only won like five games since since Stoke away in February. It's like yeah. the team that was potentially challenging for playoffs, we let that slip. Yeah. And we had that good result at Borough. And all of a sudden, uh, you've had three, what I would deem to be, Poor performances, I say. After the goals went in, every single player's head dropped. No, I not totally one get person, what? Not one player turned around, encouraged their team, and was like, "Look, come on, let's get back into this. Let's keep going." It wasn't that. It was their heads dropped. They just got back into position. We're like, "Yeah, we're going to carry on." Yeah, the no, only okay. sorry before just just sorry. on that, just on that, the only player, and I think um, 
it might have been Steve, the other Stephen that that commented on this. The only player that had any fight and had anything about him when the ball was knocked back to the, the centre circle was um, George Savile. He was the only one. He was trying to galvanise the team. But I agree, Matt, that every other player just put their head down, walked back to the position that they were supposed to be playing in and just thought, all right, well, we've just got to get on with it. And that's not good enough. Right, let's just get... Lou, Lou, before you go, and I know you're going to go on a rant in two seconds, but just give me two secs and let me just read some of these messages. Um, Joe Zamba, obviously the oldest member of the podcast. Happy 48th birthday yesterday for you, you old git. Uh, Negative tactics have cost us the past four games. We're lucky they paid off against Borough. Time for high-pressing football and playing on the front foot. Um, Stephen, best call by a mile. Uh... Yvonne has basically posted dream. Uh, things can only get better. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Samuel says, sounds like he's washed his hands now. Uh, our form has been shocking uh, since March. Rambo says we can't defend even when we bring all 11 back for corners, free kicks. We're clueless going forward. But above all, we just don't look fit. We look like we've played 40 games this season rather than four. Um Think Gary Rowett, Tricky Ricky, think Gary Rowett has run out of ideas, signed some good players, but still playing defensively and boring football. Clapped like he didn't give a shit. Um, that was Mix as that. Uh, Moran says he's only played four at the back today to try and prove his theory about five at the back. Disgraceful to play it today. Totally agree with you now. I think you're spot on. Tricky Ricky again. It was strange interview after the game. Um What's going on behind closed doors? Ben says today was a disgrace. Uh, Tony, MFC, 1885, CBL, says Rao is a victim of his own success. He raised his expectations at the club. I've been going years, and I don't know if it's a generational thing, but Mill has always been a club that got behind the players, no matter how we're playing, and that result never stopped. Uh, one or two, so there's another, hang on, where's his other tweet? I found it. There we go. Supporting the team nowadays, uh, we get on the players' back so quickly and the mood gets so flat. I strongly believe that's why our home form is so bad over the last year or so and our away form is improved. We need to get behind the boys um, just like we used to. Uh, Keith says, I sat there and watched quality players like I feel get abused and in the 90s, 2000s, there was always Boo Boy, the likes of Beckford, Bow- Bowery, Wilkinson, etc. I saw good sides get chance of shit uh, when they didn't perform. The manager and team uh, had it easier uh, than any... Uh, where is it? This manager and team have had it easier than any I can remember. The atmosphere at the Den is one of the worst I've ever seen. Hardly any singing turning on the players so quickly. And where are we? Uh, more booing at every home game at half-time if we ain't winning. Um, the cunt chant was due to the to his sarcastic clapping of your football is shit chant. What would not have happened if he had not if he had not have called it like he didn't give a shit? Those three. This is Miss Popcorn. That was me. Miss Popcorn says these three games will bite us later. Like every season, it's a case of hoping others fail to help us out. Usually, uh, Mr. HK, I only followed the match today via Twitter and now watching the match back. I can see why fans were raging all day. We've looked so bad today. How Gary Rowett can have the front to defend his management today is madness. Uh, Miss Popcorn's come back in. Um, 
with I sometimes wish Gary would just let them pick their own team and then see how they do just by being free to play where they, they're comfortable with only her. Lyndon says, didn't see today's game because I was at work, but just usual how we finally signed the attacking threat we needed last year, and now we can't get the ball in the net this year. Um, Bermsey, Beckham, Rat lost the dressing room, just seems like the players are playing to try and get him a sack. George says, better off getting Nugent in for um, Barrett. We need some attacking coaches. I reckon Rao has lost the dressing room. Uh, Metro Gas Girls under 12 says Rao's a fraud. The players have had enough now. Samuel says uh, Amaku um, is one of the few players that have played European football. He's ready to start. HK, Zidane and Nesbitt look visibly frustrated. They constantly keep looking back at the midfield. Samuel sounds like he's washed his hands now we've had that. Why is Leonard not getting a look in? Um, and that's pretty much it. Today was a disgrace. We're 3-0 down and Rout just was just sitting there and he doesn't care. That's it. Right, go on in, Lou. Off you go. <laughs> nah, mate, I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna go that mad. No, um what's I gonna so the first thing I wanna say, yeah, is about people keep talking about the atmosphere down the den. <clears throat> it annoys me so bad because how can you be how can you get G'd up for saying when the atmosphere, when the the football is that bad, it drain it drains the life out of you. How can people get up off their seat when we're playing five at the back and we're hardly going past the halfway line? Like against um against uh Bristol City before the game, the atmosphere was unbelievable, and then as soon as the game kicks off, we don't have a shot. I agree one hundred percent. The what, players what, have got to do more. The players have got to do. I agree one hundred percent, mate. So what? What are we? What are we? What are we getting? Like what are we? Do you know what I mean? There's only so much we can do. They, they've got to do their part. To get us, <laughs> to get us going as well so yeah no, that's that's one thing I, I, I hate it when people keep saying about the atmosphere because it's the atmosphere has we, we have sold, uh, how many sold out dens did we have last season was it four or five before the game whatever unbelievable as soon as the game kicks off the football shit the thing is with Rowett he was getting away with um, playing shit football but nicking results but the thing is when the results ain't going with you and he's still playing that shit football that's when it goes bad and it goes bad quickly as well so yeah like today was one of them um Today was anyone that thought we had a chance today is, is no this is a fucking idiot because we that that we have Murray Wallace and Danny McNamara as our fullback that that is that is a disgrace we've been we've literally been challenging for the playoffs two years in a row and them two are starting at right back and left back with Sean Hutchinson at the back no dis- I love Sean Hutchinson but the geezer, I don't know what's happened to him he, he's running like he's about 56, 56 years old to come so I, I don't know I don't know what's happened. There all of a sudden, do you know what I mean? Like the, the... he runs like I'll tell you what he runs like, Louis. He runs like Joe Zamet does when he plays his vet football, <laughs> mate. Because he's, he's 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 nearly as old as fifty. Oh so, mate, so, you know I mean? it's bollocks. But like that's what I mean. The thing is, and then Robert comes out and he's clapping the fans when they're like sarcastically when they're doing all that. Um, they're saying he's football shit, which it is shit. Do you know what I mean? He know if he doesn't realise he's football shit, he's a fucking idiot. The only game where we should have started five at the back today, he's gone to a back four. When he does things like that, I just, I just completely, I just completely don't even know what he's on, what he's doing anymore. We, our, our bench, we had two goalies, Vogel Slammer and George Evans on the bench. If that, if that don't sum up how shit the depth of this squad is, I don't, I don't know. And then I've got people saying, yeah, do you know what? George Evans looks alright when he comes on. But when we're three 0 down, 
What can I wear? My, my Stephen, do you want to come in on that one, fella? If you want to do a bit, I want to get you a glass of water, mate, because it's getting lively. Yeah, uh, look, I... Listen, I'm I'm not going to be one that's going to sit there and say George Evans uh, come on and played well because it's not hard to look like he was playing well based on the fact that the eleven and the others that were on in front of him um, did absolutely nothing. Um, I'm just going to touch on a couple of points. What you've said, Lou, and a couple of other messages that come in. One thing that frustrates the life out of me is the fact that at corners and free kicks, we do not leave anybody up the pitch. It is... Earlier on today, I think it was, I actually think it was the free kick that they scored from. Duncan Watmore was stood on the edge of the box, not marking anybody. He wasn't doing anything. He was just pointing and telling someone to go and move to the near post. If you take one of your attackers who are not doing anything, put them on the edge, put them on the halfway line, it takes two or three of, of Norwich's players out. They still might score, but it, it reduces the number of players that can get their head onto the ball. It's and, and with Amaku on the pitch, the person you know he's got he's got pace to burn. We should leave someone up top. It, it's ridiculous that we don't do that. That's, but that's just that's just stand, that's just like standard yeah. school football. You yeah, it is. That, it is, but we don't do it. That's what we, I'm saying. That's why I don't, that's why I don't understand what, what what's going on at the like. Why are we not doing these things that you get taught when you're in year four, year yeah, five, year six? A hundred percent. Ten years old. I don't I don't understand it. I, the, it's, it's doing my nothing. Seriously, the, it's doing my nothing. Second, I tell you what. One sec, Stephen. Stephen. One sec. One sec. In case you lot didn't see it earlier, right? A Stoke fan um, from a Stoke podcast was was texting bits and pieces earlier, right? And one bit we posted earlier, which I posted in case you haven't seen it, he, he sent this, right? He said he was given what was at the time one of the biggest budgets at the in the league history with us, spending all on players who, on paper, looked top end championship experienced players, and then decided to play miserable negative. Football. What shocked me was a phobie going to Millwall after he completely missed what his strengths were at Stoke and had him had his chasing and running the channels trying to win throw-ins like Prime Adu Adakibai. Yeah, that's it, right? And then he said he spent forty-eight million pounds on players, right? And some of those players he brought in, this would make this would make some of you go, what the fuck? So he spent forty about forty eight million pounds. Plus on his team he still had Shawcross, Joe Allen, um Defoe, is it? Eric Eric Petters and Peters, uh Beijing, Peter Crouch, Bruno Martins, and Indy from their Prem squad, plus Jack Buckland, who was still England's number two at the time, and playing well. He had he paid eight million for Ryan Woods, and he paid twelve million for Benicophobia, and ten million for Tom Ince, huh. and five five million for the cunt whose name I won't mention. The thing is, though, the thing is, though, right? And I, I, I know that right. He was booed out of Stoke. He was booed out of Birmingham. He was booed out of um, Derby. Was it Derby? Don't... Yeah, Darby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Darby, yeah. yeah. He was booed out of all of those clubs, right? We all know every. You talk to any fan, and you talk to any podcast, talk to anybody that those clubs they they can't stand the guy because of the state of the football, right? Talking about the here and now. Yes, he's had more of a budget. It's similar to it is very similar to Stoke, but the difference is, the difference is, is we know 
as a football club, as a fan base, and, and just generation on generation, we know what we are. We know who we are. We like to, we want to improve. We want to get better, but we know that we are going to have to bring in, you know, you're going to have to find the gems and you're perhaps going to get your youngsters and you're going to have to find a way to be successful as a football club. And Gary Rowett has spoke about that in the past, right? But if you, it, it, the, the, the problem is, is that he doesn't understand that Millwall supporters are, would be happy. I travelled to the game today, much like most of the people here. If we went there and actually had a go and tried to compete, and we lost 4-2, 5-3, whatever, and actually had and produced attacking football, we would come back. We'd be disappointed we'd lost the game, but you could come back. And as I think um, Paul said earlier, you don't mind sitting in a car park for two hours. You don't mind the travelling because you've gone there and you've gone, do you know what? We've given it a go. We're a bit unlucky today, but we've given it a go. We've tried to, we've tried to go out and win the game. He is not going out and trying to win games of football. He is going out to not lose games of football. Exactly, And mate. that is the problem. Mate, he's going, there, he's going there to draw games nil-nil and that. Do you know what I mean? Like, listen, after the fucking the cup game, I'll be honest, I thought, um, I thought to myself, do you know what? It, it's the cup, it's a blip, is what it is. I didn't really look too much into the cup. I thought we were going to struggle this season because after what happened that... that um, at Blackburn, last game of the season, listen, that, that ruins teams, isn't it? Like, 3-1 up at half-time, you're going into the playoffs, and then t- to then lose 4-3 and you don't make the playoffs, like, that knocks the bollocks out of teams. If I'm being honest, I'm surprised he even stayed after after um, after um the Blackburn game. Middlesbrough game, obviously, now it's just looking more and more like a fucking fluke. The, the thing is with Gary Wright, like, um, you said he spent all that money at um Stoke, but he didn't he didn't ever get the best out of them players. Like, he, he signed Nisbet, he's got... um. Denori and that. And this bit, I think I can't slate this bit because how can I slate him if he ain't getting the ball? It's like Zian Fleming is one of the best players I've seen down near one years. He's playing. I don't even know where he's. Where is he playing? Left mid, left left wing, right mid, right wing. Fuck knows where he's playing. I don't have a clue. I don't think even Fleming knows where he's playing. So this geezer can't be trusted. He can't get the best out of players, and that's why he he's got a fuck off now. I totally agree there. Let's get yeah. let's get George on. You can come back in in a minute, Lou. George is a new caller. Go on, in, George. What are you gonna say? Unmute yourself, fella. Can you unmute yourself? I know that some people are having issues unmuting themselves today. This is nothing to do with us. I stand to Twitter. It's gone, Steve. I was going to say, if you want to come in at any point, George, just unmute yourself. We can see you unmute. Go on. Have you dropped out? Yeah, he's dropped out. Um, Also, we've got, I think Joe Zampa is waiting uh, in the wings to to speak. He's on mute for a little while. I think he's going to come back. Uh, I think he's going to have a couple of comebacks for you, Mickey. But just uh, another. I think he's too old, mate. Another. Sorry, can I lend you up? Yeah, go on, Paul. Go on. Yeah. Are we not seeing the similarities between our seeds where we brought him mid bit? We've dropped our top goal scorer, and now Nisbet ain't getting service. Is, is there a similarity? Are we watching a rerun of every year where we've got a striker? That if you give him the service, we'll score goals. Now we just dropped our top goal scorer, putting Nisbet, who will, as we saw from the middle of the game, get us in a position to score the goals, but there's no service. There is no I, service to our I, I, I completely agree. I, I don't necessarily. I don't agree with Bradshaw being dropped. 
I know why he's done it because he's playing with one up front and I understand he's bought, he's gone out and spent a lot of money and it's his striker that he's bought in. So he's going to obviously pick Nesbitt. But personally, personally, and I know, you know, we've spoke a lot about Fleming and I'm not, I'm not blaming Zian Fleming whatsoever because I think the game is passing him by through no fault of his own. I think his head has possibly been turned, but, I would I would not be playing Zian Fleming in this team at the moment because his confidence and his head is is shot to bits. Get Bradshaw up on the pitch with Nesbitt. Give them partners. Last year, Tom Bradshaw was crying out for a partner. This year, Nesbitt, he's, he's got no service. He's got no one up with him. He's isolated. Give them a partner and give them an opportunity to bring up a, a duo. We've always had... You've had Absolutely. you've had Harris and Moody. You've had Harris and Morrison. You've had Morrison and Gregory. You can go back to Teddy and Cass. You go back to however far you like. We have a partnership. Give them the opportunity to play together. Yeah, Gary Rowett and uh, Barrett do not get this cup at all. They do not get. You know, we, they do not get what the fans would want out of this team. We don't want boring football to nick a, nick a 1-0. We do not want... We want passionate players who will go there, give everything every week, and they know it. They know each other like the fucking back of their hands. And we do spoilers who don't give a fuck. They do not get this. Um, Rowley does not get this. Does not get us as a fan base. I'm sorry. It's four years down the line, but he just does not. And I think Rowley, today... With the back four, that wasn't false. He could have easily dropped Evans into the back three, played Murray Wallace left with left wing, whatever he wanted to. He could have easily done what he wanted to do. He could have played back five. No, I agree. Can I? Back four today was a fucking. Can I? Can I just say, just before anyone joins in, um, I actually travelled to the game with a Norwich supporter who sat in the home end, who's just currently joined this podcast. So. uh, Tom, you've had your moment. Well done. Congratulations. Um, but um, it's very right, depressing. I want to throw some fingers in, right? Because we've had a few on here who say, you know, row it's this, row it's that, everything else. But let's listen, right? We can't all be we can't all be wrong. And don't forget Birmingham's same chance of your football is shit. And also Stoke and Birmingham have all saying your football is shit. Well, We've got a fellow I've been speaking to all day, um, Dan from um, Every Every Step, <coughs> which is a Stoke podcast. Um, go on in, Dan. Tell us how's Rowett's football? Yes, I hope you can hear me. All right, I'm I'm, uh, I'm on hands free in the car, so everyone. Yeah, yeah, no worries, fellow. I can hear you. Uh, well, go on. Uh, yeah, it, it was just diet, measurable, boring hoofball that he just. Didn't know how to. He spent an absolute fortune. Spent like 50 million quid in the one summer, the one transfer window he had. Plus, kept the core of some really decent and experienced Premier League players, internationals, and that. Put them together, and then totally just didn't, didn't play to any of the strengths. He brought. I said to you didn't really run. I was amazed that Afobi followed him to, to himself because he signed him for 12 million quid. And then it was as if he'd never seen him play because Benik Afobi's, you know, his game is played down the middle, and he's played between the posts and the box. He's a goal scorer, and he was like, he, he was like we were watching Adi Akinbai 15 years previous. 
running the channels, and, and then Benny could say, like, looking around like, what? I bet, I don't play like this, but it's like, well, why have you signed, why have you signed him to play that role? Why not sign somebody with them strengths? It's as if he looked at him, well, he's big, he's strong, he's broad, he'll do that job. <laughs> but yeah, he was just, he, he absolutely, he was the fan, it's funny how you said about the fans and that, it was the fans that got him the sack, really, because they just turned, they turned on him because he started, he ne- they never really, he, the results weren't that bad, to be honest. I think we were like eighth or ninth in the league. I think we'd lost by mm. one in about 12 when he got the sack. It, but, and, but the performances, there were so many nil-nil draws. And I think Jack Butland had kept us in so many games as well. And he was, it's like he was moaning and complaining that in the, in the, like the front three weren't contributing anything and there was no... Like yeah, we were all right until the fans were complaining that the ball was going backwards. I'm like, yeah, because we knew that it was just about getting launched 70 yards upfield to nobody. That's why. And and then when he did, uh, so and then um, he, he's then complaining or singing Bojan's name, and he's got like I say Bojan, who's you know he'd still been doing it, or you know he wasn't the player that he maybe was a couple of years before, but he's definitely was championship level you know when he when he did come on and when he was involved you know he changed games and he you know, he create chances and and that and but it's as if he didn't like that because the, because the fans liked him he's like purposely ostracized him and and he, he left him on i think he started him twice in 26 games um wow and then and then i think the last eight games that he was there he wasn't even on the bench and, but after the game, every week he's complaining that the front three aren't creating chances and we aren't doing anything. I'm like, well, so the, and then the fans start singing, ole, 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 Bojan. And his reaction to that in the entry was, well, I don't know, yeah, the fans should be chanting for Rory Delap. He's a proper Stokey hero, not him. I'm like, well, what? Pardon? <laughs> uh, not that Rory was, but why, you know, why you, how do you know about. Yeah, the, the relationship that Stoke fans had with Bojan. Yeah, I mean, he did the same, didn't he, with you, with what he's done today with us, with coming out in the press, basically having a pop at the fans and saying, you know, well, we played this today and, and we didn't win, we lost, we, but we played this at that game. He, he did the same sort of thing with you boys, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think, sort of, I think he... He's now, he could be now gearing himself up to be able to to basically try and turn the crowd to try and get him forced out the door. Yeah, I think he, he realised at Stoke that the job... I don't, I don't know if too big for him is unfair on him, maybe, but it wasn't the right job for him at the time. I think, think he could he knew it wasn't going to work and he manufactured his own exit with his comments. And it sounds mm. like he's doing something similar with you now. Yeah, yeah no, totally, 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 totally. Mate, the bloke's a cunt. Um, yeah, yeah. Literally, in short, he's a cunt. Like, literally, yeah. the, 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 we had we had Fleming and Bradshaw who got thirty-two goals together in the league last year. Yeah. Now Fleming's out wide and Bradshaw's on the bench. How does that I, I, make sense? We I had a partnership at... last season. Now we don't have fuck all. We literally have fuck I, all. Here. Oh, he's a god. Oh. Lou Sharp let down on. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I, I was looking at you, and I was like, I was obviously looking at your team and that, and I was like, why, why is Bradshaw on the bench? I was like, he scored twenty goals last year. How has he been benched straight away? What's going on there? Just a quick question before Joe comes in, because Joe, Joe wants to come in. Come in whenever you're ready, Joe, by the way. Um, but a quick question to you is, um, 
what was he like? Because obviously, I know you're a bit closer to Stoke than what we are with Mill. Well, we are with Mill because Mill likes to keep everything behind closed doors. But how was he as a as a a people manager with the players? I mean, did the players get on all right with him, or was he very? He wasn't really a people person with that with them like what he's alleged here. Um, I'll be honest, you never like the people who came in after. I mean, even now, <clears throat> sorry, Nathan Jones obviously never worked out at Stoke. Um, mm. But I mean, there was even an interview this this weekend just on Nick Powell still praising his man management, how he got him working in the gym and stuff, and changed his philosophy and how he was looking at football. Um, Michael O'Neill, there's so many young players especially used to come out and you'd see interviews and stuff where they were praising him up and, and how much they love working for him. I don't think I ever saw one player or anything come out and say <laughs> that they were enjoying being there or enjoying working under him or learning or developing or anything. Sums it up really, doesn't it? Go on, Joe. Thanks, Dan, for coming on, fella. Yeah, no worries, guys. Um, how you doing? No worries. Not too bad, Joe. Not Did too bad, mate. Can I get a straight? First of all, I was, I was, thir- I was 38 yesterday, not 48. Don't listen yeah, to Mickey. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, he's one up. Um, yeah, you were born in 75. You are the oldest member of the podcast. That's not true. It's all lies. It's all lies. Undeniable. But um, obviously, I'm not going to sort of say... No one likes a lie, What, what I say is, no, no difference between everyone else said earlier. I mean, everyone's made some really valid points been listening to the show and um, everyone said, I can't really argue. I mean, um, what I'm going to say, I'm going to sort of add any more different talk there already. Um, other than the fact that the key, the key thing is, Rowett's got a certain way or certain style of football he wants to play. And we don't have the players to play the system that he wants to play. And it makes the players look bad. Uh, it really looks bad on him because we're not executing the game plan. Now, I think we got really lucky against Borough. Everyone talks about what a great performance it was. But I just think the tactics that he played as both, no different to the tactics he played today, although it's a slightly different formation. And we just got lucky. We defended well. We got our chance. We scored it. Um, today wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the case. I think we've got to play on the front foot. There's not many times I've watched Millwall play on the front foot. The last time we was playing well on the front foot was against Watford's last season at home where we went for it right from the off. It was almost like, you know what? Let's fucking take it to Watford. All these superstars, all these millionaire players, let's get in their faces, get in the front foot, let's go direct. And that's what we did. We played the high line, high press. I remember Bennett had a, had a great, great, great game as well. We, we kind of pushed and pressed them. Today, again, you look at, I looked at on the TV and you see Essay playing so deep in the first half. And all he kept doing was looking over his right shoulder, looking at their player, Rowe, their, their youngster who scored against us. It's almost like he had instruction from Rowett to mark Rowe. Now, Rowe plays in the same form, in the same position that Watmore played today. He played on a high left position. It might be funny, but that's Danny McNamara's job. But it's almost like he's asking Essay to double up with Danny McNamara and keep an eye on Rowe. And that's just fucking bollocks. You know, they... Yes, I believe Essay's got a track back, but his job is to track back the left back, not their fucking left winger. Let Danny Mack deal with him. And when you're playing so defensively, I mean, even when we were trying to break, um, you're looking at Nisbet, you're looking at Fleming, looking at the shoulders, thinking, where's the midfield behind me? Yeah, who's pressing? It's just them pressing. Sometimes it's like, maybe, maybe what more might draw? But there's no directness, there's no attacking mentality. And it's been like that for the last three or four games. All I'm saying is, you know what, we've got to just play on the front foot, get in their faces, let's go direct. We can't fucking pass the ball around 
uh, and, and play like Burrow can and keep possession. Just get direct, just get in their faces, get forward, take chances. And I guarantee you, the Mill fans will get behind the team, especially if we do it at home against Stoke on Saturday next week. Totally, totally agree with you there, Joe. Totally agree. Um, Raymond, Romano, Rem, Raymondo, do you want to come in, fella? Before we, we're going to end this in about five, ten minutes. So, um, but we've got something if you want to continue or you didn't want to necessarily come on here but you want to get your view across so I've got a way of being able to do that which I'll uh, I'll tell you about in a sec go on in fella yeah can you hear me mate yes mate go on yeah. no no well like I say everyone else I mean brilliant points a lot of people have have said things that I would have said um, and you know not to go over old thing but um, yeah build the team round SA and Amaku I know they're only young what they did in pre-season Agree with all of that. Murray Wallace. I mean, I'll try and put in a couple of things that people ain't said. Murray Wallace, like two seasons ago when he got player of the season, he was sort of like, you know, everybody. He, but he's never been good, great. But you sort of thought, oh, he's, he does his little moves, doesn't he, when he cuts in. And you, you used to think, oh, Murray. But last season, he was getting ripped every game. Anyone with pace was just... He was finished last season, and now this season, he's gone, yeah? Um, Danny Mack, yeah, he's better as a right-back. Wing-back is useless. So, but my po- thing that I was going to say that I don't think I've heard yet, people say about, oh, this is the best squad we've had, whatever. He's ne- he never addressed the issue in the, the areas that we were crap at in the summer. He went out and bought a striker when last season we had two strikers that got 30-odd goals, he's gone out and bought another striker. And in our midfield, which was probably our most sort of like dependable position with Mitchell and Savile last season, he's gone out and bought another midfielder. Now, I'm not saying that Donor isn't maybe an improvement, but he hasn't addressed the, the areas that we were lacking in, like full-backs. Obviously, our centre-backs are older. And now that we've gone to four, we're going to have to go to, um, like laughing we, where he got forced into it, we're going to have to go to um, whatever it is, four four two, four two three one. It's all the same fucking thing. Basically two wide players. We haven't got any wingers. Vogslammer, Honeyman are not wingers. SA, he's not really a winger. He's just, he's a sort of number 10. But because he's young, he's, they get put out there and it's like, oh, sort of just, just do something out there. And Maku, like, he looks decent on the wing, but I think, ultimately, he signed him as a striker. No, none of it, we haven't got a proper winger. Thoughts? Yeah, just FYI, I think Mickey, the host, the, the host channel, he's uh, lost sound. So, um, you're going to have to part with me for, from now until the remainder of the show, unless uh, anybody wants oh, to right, jump mate, in. Sure. Um no, I completely agree. The fullback, the, the the problem, right? The problem is, and I agree one hundred percent. We haven't addressed, we haven't addressed the fullback position. And I said this a couple of weeks ago. I've been saying it for the all through preseason. Last year, the five at the back didn't work, and it didn't work because we had the wrong type of players to play a five at the back system. Four of the five, I know today we played a different system, but four of the five that played against Bristol City tried to play in the five at the back formation last year. So why he thought that was ever going to change when you've had the same players playing in the same positions, I don't know. I really don't know. He has tried to address the left wing back. Unfortunately, Brian was was injured today, but again, and I think the jury's still out on him. I think he's he's still trying to settle. Stephen, Stephen yeah. quick, quick question for you. 
Do you think he's lost the change room? I think it's certainly it's looking that way. Yes, I think it really is looking that way. I think when you've got the, the telling sign with something like that is the I was there today and at full I stayed until full time and well and I don't know why I'd stayed until full time. I'm an idiot, but it, I did and. Hutchinson Hutchinson come over to the supporters and you could clearly see him. He put, he held his hands up and he said, mm. sorry to, to a couple of supporters in the front row. Um, and, uh, and Maku come over, um, remain essay come over. They chanted remain essays. Name. The fans, that. Yeah, that the fans chanted remain essays name, even though he didn't have a particularly good game, they chanted his name mm. and the supporters were still singing your football is shit. Your football is shit to, to row it. And, the players were almost sort of saying to their manager, well, they're not on our back. You know, Hutch- yeah. I know Hutchinson copped a little bit when it almost was for the supporters. Almost in agreement, the fans, yeah, it, it does feel a little bit that way, Joe. It really does. And mm. and if that is the case, if he has lost the changing room, and, and all again, I, I, we've all spoke about it, Kevin Nisbet was looking at the bench for some kind of direction as to what the hell he was supposed to be doing. And mm. what he's supposed to be doing, he's supposed to be playing as a centre-forward. But Raul, it was, he was putting him in, in this position and in that position. And they're looking mm. at the bench going, help, like, what are you doing? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And if you're at that stage, and if that's the case, we are in big trouble because... Mm. It's a bit, wait. Sorry, sorry, to interrupt. Go on. But we go every week, don't we? That fucker didn't even get up when he was freezing down. Freezing down and didn't get out of his bench, mate. Him and, him and Barrett just sit there with a little pan paper. You need... I know we went to Reading and that Italian or whatever the fuck he was just annoyed us constantly for 90 <laughs> minutes jam, left, right and centre at his team. But they beat us 4-0. And they were, they were and when he went off, the push, weren't they, that, that team? Yeah, yeah. And he got them going. Yeah, but he, but their, manager, their manager was there, shouting. I was on the front line. He was shouting. And when he went off, somebody else come on and shouted at their players as well. Yeah? I was in the weirdest part. I thought, oh, you just need to go somewhere. But we need that. They don't even get off the fucking bench at 3-0 down. They got their top scorer... Sitting on the bench. Oh, I don't the even thing, know. The thing is, we, 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 play with, so we play with a sort of passive style of football, which is not the Millwall way. And I think Stephen mentioned earlier in the show, you know, the only player that really showed any kind of design by it was probably George Savile and Miller Park. Maybe Mitchell a bit as well, I, I suppose. But there's no aggression in the team. There's no sort of desire no. to want to kind of... No, you know, it's not, play. Joe. They, it's sapped out of them. No. It, it is literally it's, sapped and, out and, of them. Go by what Paul said just then. This, the Reading game was a prime example. You've got youngsters out there, and their manager was fucking annoying, but all he kept saying all, all the time was press, 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 literally for 90 fucking minutes. And they worked their bollocks off with those kids against us and pressed all over the pitch. You never see Rout trying to encourage our players to play on the front foot. The point I made earlier, when we, when we are trying to, press them, you get one or two players pressing, but the midfield's not pressing with the, the forwards, you leave massive gaps and we're not pressing high enough up the pitch you know you, you, oh, look, at today's game. you look at today's game Norwich from, they just from our, free, from our goalkeepers kicks, they were getting back in and they were lunatics mm. mate if they got the ball they were counter-attacking like fucking mental yeah. men Oh, we got the ball. We did do fuck all with it. And when FA got on the ball and he was trying to create something and he tried to create a run or something like that, 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Also, quick question, Steve. What, what, do, you sorry, th- sorry, sorry, mate. what do you think about our fitness levels? I mean, obviously, you guys are there watching it live. I watched it on, on the box. But there's a few moments when the, the, the camera, the camera sorry, went to, to, to Billy Mitchell a couple of times and he was fucking blown. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.